Um, so a lot of the, the words in English are based on medical models and they, they were often, you know, sort of deficit based. And so, you, you know, your oh, disability, you know, you don't have as much ability. And I thought, mm, I think we can do better than that. So, so um, uh, you know, I consulted with probably hundreds of people now um, over, over the course of that uh, two years and, and now uh, almost five years uh, doing it. And so I consulted with people and I spent time with, with people and, and clinicians and just went, so, you know, what, what is that like? What, is, what does Williams syndrome mean? What is that about? And, you know, what's, what's autism like for you? So I, I wanted to spend time with people that were affected with these things, not just professionals, not just medical professionals. I thought, hmm, I, I would like to make up words that reflect um, how that person wants to define themselves, you know, that, themselves, you know, and that sort of thing. So, um, I don't think people realise how important language is. You know, if you like the bullies at school, you know, you can choose how you talk to people. You can talk to how you know. You can choose how you treat people. If you, with language, if you want to crush someone's spirit, that's how you can do it. If you want to uplift them, if you want to give them respect. That's also how you do it. So I hope that my, my words are respectful and, and positive. So, so uh, just, just a, quick, a quick narrative. So when I was a, when I was a teenager, I had, had a, a problem. I went to my kaumātua and he said, did I, did I really hear that? He said, go and listen to what the sea has to say. You know, and I thought, hmm? what does that mean? But he was saying exactly that, right? He was saying, go, go to the sea where you are comfortable, where you can think, let nature just take hold, don't think too hard, just experience it, watch, watch the waves, listen to the rhythm, smell the sea air, let it hit your skin, feel it, you know, and relax. And, and so, you know, I thought, the old man, what's he, what's he talking about? But, you know, I went to the sea and I did that, and, you know, I, I did find peace. And, and I could work out the answers, you know, the, the problems that I was having. And so I've always done that since then. But I, I thought it was a lovely way of, of saying, you know, go and sort of chill out in, in your place and, and have a think. Go and, go and listen to what the sea has to say. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I think when they say like, go and relax, I mean, you need to relax. Like you, you don't think of other um, yeah. noises around, just yeah. relax and- Because you're right, the, the world is quite noisy and this, Lots of things happening, and you know, got COVID and all sorts of things, and you know, it does take your time and energy thinking about those things. If you can find a place or a time or wherever you feel comfortable, and it kind of kind of heals your spirit a bit, I think. So for some people, that's the bush, that's, that's the forest. Some people, it's the mountain. Some people, it's the sea. You know, find what you know how how you like. It might be watching Marvel movies. I, I don't know. You know, however you you know whatever you find to sort of be calm in yourself, yeah, you're just able to, you know, contemplate a bit more, you know, and not be so distracted by all the busyness of, of the world. Yeah, I think that, that was the one I was looking for, like distraction yeah. and noise. I said noise, but yeah, kind of similar. Yeah. So how long um, did it take for this to finish? Like.
Yeah, I remember when my son is like, he went home from school and then he told me like, oh, I spoke Filipino in, 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 in school. And then he said like, uh, what did you say? Like this, like that. And then, and then he spoke in, in Maori, like, mm -hmm. oh, are they yeah. teaching it? Yes, they are like, uh, oh, uh, what does it mean? And then he, he did like, he did like the sign of the cross in Maori, mm -hmm. like, because yeah. we're, we're Catholic and then, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and he did a sign of the cross and then, wow, that's amazing. Like, oh, they, at least they have, they know some other language. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, you know, and that's the good thing about, you know, if you're, if you're not from here, it's nice when you can relate to other languages and other cultures, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. At least you have other, yeah, especially like, when we moved here, I mean, to be honest, when we moved here, I didn't like get uh, a chance to to mingle with other cultures. Like, sure. we should be doing that because it's not it's no longer Philippines, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we need to know the culture uh, sure. in in the country. So yeah, just recently, um, I started to go out mm -hmm. and meet other people, and then just be because usually when we we go into a different. Uh, country like Filipinos usually do like they mingle but within Filipino um, community as well because yeah. it's easier especially the sure. language like sure. yeah, yeah of course. like uh, we used to say if you're speaking in English your nose is bleeding because it's it's kind of like <laughs> it's not your normal thing oh look your, your nose is it's a good way of putting it yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean like because it's the, the challenge is like translating it from like for example you speak in English I'll translate it in in Filipino and then yeah. translate it back into English. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I sometimes even now still do the same where, especially when I'm talking about emotional things, yeah. I find it easier to think in Māori and speak in Māori and then I have to translate it into English, you know, so that they can understand. So yeah, yeah, yeah it can be quite, quite hard sometimes. We're here in Karakiri, I hope I pronounced it right. And I would like to introduce you to uh, the person who uh, authored the book um, or the, the dictionary for the Māori language for uh, the language of enrichment, which is Tereo Hapai, and is that the correct uh, yeah. pronunciation? Yeah, right. And then uh, uh, he also won uh, the best practices for um, excellence innovation in mental health services for the top Australian awards for Tereo Hapai uh, Mental Health uh, Services Award. And uh, he also coined the uh, Maori word for uh, autism, which is um, so the first time I heard the word, I thought it's pronounced as Takiwatanga, but it's Takiwatanga, not Takiwatanga. Right, let's go back to the interview. Takiwatanga, which is uh, the main purpose as well, why we are here in uh, Hamilton in Karakiri building, uh, interviewing, of course, Kerry Opai. And uh, yeah, so I would like to introduce you to Mr. Kerry Opai. Kia ora, kia ora, kia ora Lloyd. Kia ora koutou. Hope, uh, hope you're all safe in your bubbles if you're watching and listening today. Um, happy to be here. Thanks for your time. Uh, thank you for your time. Or we're actually meant to do a, a Zoom video here, but I, I insisted that we do a face-to-face -face, uh, conversation about the mental health uh, dictionary that he authored and also, of course, the Takagotanga um, terminology for autism. Kerry, uh, can you tell us about uh, yourself? Who is Kerry uh, Opai? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm Kiri Opai. I'm from Taranaki. Um, so my iwi are Te Aoteawa, Ngāti Te Ata from up here, also Ngāti Ruanui of course from Taranaki, uh, Ngāti Te Ata from Tainui here in sort of Hamilton Way. 
um, but also Waiohua in Auckland and Ngati Poroto on the East Coast as well. So those are my iwi affiliations. Uh, I was brought up in Taranaki, so brought up by the sea. So that's my go-to place when I have to think and relax and contemplate things. And so I, I went to the sea when I was coming up with autism with uh, Takiwatanga. Um, uh, so I was lucky to be taught by elders. So uh, very, very fortunate to be taught by my Taranaki elders in uh, my home in, in Taranaki and New Plymouth and the Hawera and those places. Um, uh, I got some other qualifications, but they don't really matter. Eh? It's, main thing is that I was very lucky to have good ears and listen to my elders that, uh, that taught me from a, a young age. So hopefully that's held me in good stead. Great. So um, with regards to where you grew up in terms of the um, Maori culture, perhaps maybe the Maori language and in terms of how you were able to um, master, should I say, master the Maori uh, language. Uh, can you tell us about the Tereo Hapai work that you've done uh, in here, which is, uh, I think this is a good book or a reference or dictionary, should I call it dictionary? I call it a glossary. Glossary, yeah. Um, can you tell us more about this glossary which um, you have authored and how this will help um, the mental, uh, um, how it will help the, the mental health um, community in terms of having this uh, glossary for the Maori? So um, I work at the WISE Group, that's an NGO that goes all over the country, it's a, a national NGO. One of the entities I worked for for five years under the WISE Group was called Te Pou o Te Wakaorunui, at that time it's now called Te Pou. Uh, and uh, in my work as a sort of cultural advisor, um, you know, consultant, um, you know, person that sort of works out what the tikanga, what the protocols are and that sort of thing and uh and and spent time with our co-martyr and that in, in that role i i sort of saw things being written from the government from uh, from all over all different agencies and they were kind of spelling maori things wrong and they were they didn't have words for some things and all that and i thought oh hmm, maybe maybe i can help with that maybe i can create something that will you know make it consistent make it clear and have some positive Maori indigenous worldviews in it, and so, so I I, uh, I I said to my boss, look, I'd I'd like to do this work, and she said that's great. So I spent the next two years uh, working on a, on this glossary, so creating words for mental health, for addictions, for disability, uh, and but with a, a real spin of of being positive, of being uh, an an indigenous. Um, so a lot of the the words in English are based on medical models, and they they were often you know sort of deficit based, and so you you know your oh, disability, you know you don't have as much ability. And I thought, yeah. mm, I think we can do better than that. So so um, uh, you know I consulted with probably hundreds of people now um, over over the course of that uh, two years, and and now uh, almost five years uh, doing it. And so I consulted with people and I spent time with, with people and, and clinicians and just went, so, you know, what, what is that like? What, is, what does Williams syndrome mean? What is that about? And, you know, what's, what's autism like for you? So I, I wanted to spend time with people that were affected with these things, not just professionals, not just medical professionals. I thought, hmm, I, I'm, I would like to make up words that 
reflect um, how that person wants to define themselves, you know, that, themselves, you know, and that sort of thing. So, um, so luckily with uh, with autism, um, I had a lifelong friend, you know, a good friend of mine, really neat guy, uh, Peter is his name, and so we met in school, um, and and uh, the bullies would beat him up. You know, they just four of them would would beat him up, and if I if I saw it, I'd get in the way and say, "Well, come on then, come through me," you know. And, and they were cowards, so they'd always run away. You know, they they never ever wanted to you know get a get a hiding, but yet they'd they'd hurt somebody else that couldn't defend himself. I I hated that, and so so you know we just became mates out of that, good friends. We'd go to the movies and um, he'd laugh at all the wrong moments, and you know all those sort of funny funny things that we'd share. And um, and so when I was working out the the de definition of autism in Maori, um, I, was, I was very lucky to have a good boss. You know, she said, "Look, go go to the sea, go to your happy place where you can contemplate." And so I went out to Raglan here, um, and I, I stayed there for a week, and I just watched the sea come in, listened to the rhythm of the waves, watched the birds feed, watched the weather change, and while while I was there. I, I worked on the translations for a lot of those words, and Takiwatanga was was one of them. So I thought, with my um, friendship with my mate Pete, um, really, it was just that he was a little bit out of step with people that didn't have autism. It just was a different life rhythm, um, and if you sort of leaned in and, and spent time with him, you'd get used to it and it was fine. It was, you know, he's, he's just a mate of mine. I, I never sort of think of him as an autistic guy, you know, we just, we'd just go out and have a laugh. Um, and so I thought, I think the, the word for autism should be takiwatanga, in his, her, their own time and space. So when I'd consult with, with other autistic people and think about time with my, my mate. They just had their own rhythm to life, you know, and um, I wanted to reflect that in the, in the word. And so, yeah, everyone, everyone's really, you know, taking that on and going, hey, great, great idea. All around the world, actually, I, I was, you know, I, I thought it would be quite um, life-changing for a lot of people in Aotearoa, but I, I didn't expect that around the world people were going, wow, that's a great way of, of saying it. it you know, neuroscientists would, would email me and say, thank you for summing up in one word what it takes me 400 pages to write in a thesis. You know, and I was, oh. <laughs> you know I, I'm not an expert or anything, but I, I just based it on positive Māori indigenous worldviews and my, my friendship with Pete and, you know, consulting with people. Um, so hopefully I've managed to do that with with some of the other words as well. Um, but yeah, autism is the one that's really taken off around the world. So, you know, it's, it's great. Other indigenous peoples are, are you know, emailing me and saying, wow, if you can do this, you know, maybe, maybe we can do it too, you know, all that sort of stuff. I've spoken overseas a few times and, you know, there's, there's a lot of you know, passion for that sort of thing because I don't think people realize how important language is. You know, if you, like the bullies at school, you know, you can choose how you talk to people you can talk to how you know you can choose how you treat people if you with language if you want to crush someone's spirit that's how you can do it if you want to uplift them if you want to give them respect that's also how you do it so 
I hope that my my words are respectful and, and positive. Yeah. So thanks for that as well. Uh, and that, I don't know if I don't remember if I was able to thank you with coming up with that word as well. So having said that, um, I also did mention that I have a son who's. Um, who has autism as well. I mean, the, one of the challenges we are having right now is uh, having the that assessment, which is, of course, any parents can assess their kids, but is it the standard assessment that, is it right? Yeah. Is it the correct assessment? So, yeah. but based on, you know, uh, the different, like, of course, parents will do uh, research about the behaviors and stuff, uh, but having three kids, uh, you will realize that for the first two, they are kind of okay. I'm, I'm not gonna say normal, we are all sure. normal. I mean, yep. um, they're okay, and then it seems that the behavior is kind of like the same, and then suddenly the other one, he 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 wants his own space, which kind of resonated with me as well, yeah. as, as my son always wanted to have his own space. Yeah. He's, uh, when, when his brother and sister is playing, he's also playing, but parallel yeah. playing. <laughs> we need to help him, he's not, there's nothing wrong with him. He, he's just different, so we need to yeah. to make sure that he gets the the right education, the right yeah. Um, yeah. treatment, and all those. Yeah, equitable, eh? So make it equitable, um, and that's how I, I I saw it is just different. You know, there's kind of an average. Yep, sure, but I never saw um, you know that sort of attitude or behavior of, of my mate as being you know not normal just just different. different so if you can reframe autism or williams syndrome or all the, all the other sort of things that, that people talk about in quite a negative way mm. i think it's worth you know reframing it and going actually that's just different what are some what are some things that we can do to get the best out of the situation you know what will, will that person also get some great education Will they get picked on? All, all those sort of things. You, yeah, I mean, we all want what's best for the kids and for you know grandkids and all the rest of it. Eh? So yeah, um, I know that you know sometimes it can be challenging, but um, sometimes it's like my mate. It's a real gift. It's it's a real gift. Yeah. In my experience, I haven't. I don't have any other experience other than outside the family, of course. Uh, for now, but yeah. of course, um, later on, uh, the the plan is we're gonna get some uh, strategies and experience from other parents as well, which yeah. might help other yeah. parents as well. Um, sure. Having this um, um, autism uh, group um, outside of the family, so yeah. which um, we are trying to push as well. And um, he is so smart in. In uh, in his own way, I mean, yeah. like yeah. when when he memorizes things, he's only three, but he he's able to memorize a lot of words. And like, mm -hmm. wow, when I was, I think when I was that age, I don't think I can <laughs> do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, we we all have our strengths and yeah, weaknesses. Strong. I mean, it's not like equally yeah. uh, strong or equally, you know. Yeah, no, but but it's great to recognize people's strengths. You know, so my mate Pete. He's a fantastic musician, yeah. you know, and he goes around um, retirement homes and, and, and entertains people. He can play all these different instruments, remember all the words, sing, you know, beautiful. So, you know, just, just play to our strengths, you know. Like you say, we all have our strengths, so I think play to those. Uh, when I was having a chat, uh, chat with my, my wife, um, talking about, of course, um, not that all uh, we have different uh, love with the kids, right? But it's all um, balanced. <coughs> we're, we're trying to balance the, the love that we're giving to the kids. Yeah. 
But of course, the challenge is uh, for the younger, young, uh, youngest, uh, we needed to make sure that he gets the, the attention that he needed and explain to the two that uh, he always gets something, uh, a special treatment, not because we love him so much, <laughs> but because yeah. he needed help and he needed to make, yeah. oh, we needed to make sure that those kind of yeah. things that uh, challenging things yeah, that a, 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 yeah, a parent yeah. would need to, to do uh, within the family. And, and I realized during that time when we were having conversations or I was having conversation with my wife and I said, if I'm having a problem like this or we're having a problem like this, probably there is still one family or probably more having the same problem or challenges. So that's why yeah. we were thinking like it's it's actually been long overdue for for me as uh, uh, for my endeavor in terms of what I wanted to how I wanted to help other people. Like I've been thinking of other like what charity should I support? What um, uh, nonprofit should I support? And then. I keep on thinking, uh, I keep on uh, going outside um, uh, my uh, area of um, uh, comfort and then suddenly when we realize uh, my son is likely to have a, an autism so why not do uh, something uh, about uh, autism that you can help other people as well. Yeah. I mean uh, by being able to reach out to other parents like mm. me and uh, my wife we might be able to get the answers that we're looking for while waiting for or whatever help we can get from from the health uh, ministry or um can i suggest maybe make contact with an organization called altogether autism yeah that they've been really supportive of tero harpai and and you know they're supportive of, of other families and people um and and just really down to earth lovely people so you know just give them an email and say hey can i come and have a chat or you know that neat people. So what do they do usually? I'm not sure if you have uh, uh, the, the details of uh, what they do in terms of the autism, but you might be able to give me an, an insight. Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> I, you know, I, I've, it's a different entity. So I've just been over there and, um, you know, they've been very supportive of my, my work and my definitions and that sort of thing. So they'll, they'll um, be able to take you through all the sort of things that okay. they can do. But I just thought, you know, if you're looking for an organization, I know that they're, they're great and they, they help people like yourself. So, you know. Yeah. So going back to this Tereo Hapai, um, given that it, you already have uh, launched uh, this uh, glossary of terms for mental health, uh, disability and um, the other one? Addiction. Addiction. Yeah. yeah. So this is already being used across um, New Zealand um, yeah. health um, uh, organizations. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you do in terms of like uplifting yourself or do being motivated every day to come up with? Uh, well, I guess, I mean, one thing is I take the right amount of time, right? So Takiwatanga, I think it probably took me six months to, to come up with that word. Um, what we've done with uh, uh, Williams syndrome, so working with families that are, uh, that have Williams syndrome kids and that, um, I think it took nine months to come up with that one, Manaki Isle. Uh, and there's a you know a, a long narrative about how that came about. If you again check out Facebook and things like that, um, it's got got some of those um, things that we went through to, to do that. So so I I take a good amount of time to to do those things. So people ring me up and go, you know, oh, can you make up a word for you know? No, I I I'll take a, a long time to get it right to talk with lots of people, consult with clinicians and ordinary families, and you know, 
So I don't rush those things. So I've come up with one for ADHD, aroreretini. Um, uh, so that means to pay attention to many things. See, so to, to take it away from that deficit, you know, it's, oh, I can't concentrate. Instead, what's, what's the positive? The positive is actually they can focus on many things and things like that, you know, so to change it around. So, so the first thing is that I, 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 I take the right amount of time to do it. I never, ever rush those things. So, you know, uh, it took me at least two years to do those terms and there was, I think there's about 200 there. Um, so I, I believe, you know, to give it respect and, and all that sort of thing, you've got to take a good amount of time and, and talk with the right people then. You know, I, I got, um, got some great help with some of that, real experts, um, you know, Sir Mason Jury and um, Fiona Moya Milne, you know, uh, an incredibly knowledgeable elder and all those sort of things. So uh, the Māori Language Commission even. So, so the, 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 the first thing is sort of, to, to say is that I take a good amount of time and when I finally sort of got the right thing, then I'll, then I'll, I'll put it in, not, not before. So even though people want words all the time, I have to say, sorry, sorry. So um, I, I can see that some people that do some work are, are really rushed and you, you can't rush this. You know, there wasn't a word for autism before, for how, however many years we've had the word autism, there wasn't a Māori word for that. So um, it, it's going to be, you know, for the next 50 years. So I have to make sure it's right. So, um, so one, good amount of time. Two, you know, good breaks away from it because it's quite intense. Um, and like I say, so for, for a lot of those um, terms, you know, I, I, I'm glad I had a good, good boss because not many bosses would say, yeah, go on, go, go and sit down by the beach, you know. But I was literally sitting at my desk, you know, having to try and come up with these, these concepts and, um, and I just couldn't do it. And, and I told her and she understood. So it's kind, of, it's kind of like art and science and grammar and, and Māori worldviews and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And so, yeah, yeah for me, um, there was, it came together when I could just sit in the environment, in the natural environment, you know, where I'm the most comfortable as an indigenous person, you know, grow, growing up by the sea. So I, I grew up by the sea. If I threw a rock from my house, it would go in the sea. That was my backyard. So, um, you know, that's where I go to, to think. And so when I, when I have time out, um, so we lost our Komatua a year ago. And so um, I went and stayed by the sea again for about a week just to sort of recover, you know, to, to get myself right after that, because it was very, very, very tough. And so, you know, I think if people can find what is, is great for them, what heals their spirit, you know, do that. Um, I, I know that's what helps me. So, yeah, even if you're not particularly conscious or aware of it, you know, for me, it's sitting by the sea and, and just looking at and being around and in nature. That, that helps me. I think a lot of, I mean, this might be a little bit out of uh, the topic, but a lot of pe uh, people, when they wanted to search for something, they just go and, you know, uh, because like right now, we're all living in a world where there's so much noise around us and yeah. not so much um, 
um, um, we get to like lose uh, our patience and all those stuff yeah. and then yeah. of course when you go uh, uh, sometimes may maybe meditate um, sure. uh, connect with nature or yeah. God or universe or whoever yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. and then there's this answer that you're looking for that suddenly comes up like you know when you find peace in your mind like yeah, you, absolutely. you live in the now not tomorrow or in the past yeah yeah, yeah. so so, so uh, just just a quick a quick narrative so when i was a when i was a teenager i had had a, a problem i went to my kaumatua and he said did i did i really hear that he said go and listen to what the sea has to say you know and i thought Hmm? What does that mean? But he was saying exactly that, right? He was saying, go go to the sea where you are comfortable, where you can think, let nature just take hold, don't think too hard, just experience it, watch watch the waves, listen to the rhythm, smell the sea air, let it hit your skin, feel it, you know, and relax. And and so, you know, I thought, but he old man, what's he what's he talking about? But you know, I went to the sea and I did that and you know, I, I did find Peace. And, and I could work out the answers, you know, the, the problems that I was having. And so I've always done that since then. But I, I thought it was a lovely way of, of saying, you know, go and sort of chill out in, in your place and, and have a think. Go and, go and listen to what the sea has to say. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, I think when they say like go and relax, I mean you need to relax. Like you, you don't think of other um, yeah. noises around. Just yeah. relax and because you're right, the the world is quite noisy and there's lots of things happening and you know got COVID and all sorts of things and you know it does take your time and energy thinking about those things. If you can find a place or a time or wherever you feel comfortable. And it kind of kind of heals your spirit a bit, I think. So for some people, that's the bush, that's, that's the forest. For some people, it's a mountain. Some people, it's the sea. You know, find what you know how how you like. It might be watching Marvel movies. I, I don't know. You know, however you you know whatever you find to sort of be calm in yourself. Yeah, you're just able to you know contemplate a bit more. You know, and not be so distracted by all the busyness of of the world. Yeah, I think that that was the one I was looking for, like distraction and yeah. noise. I said noise, but yeah, kind of similar. Yeah. So, how long um, did it take for this to finish? Like, so right from from when I first had the idea to when I launched it um, in Auckland, Hamilton, Wellington, and Christchurch, and Taranaki, uh, probably at least two full years. And so that was two thousand seventeen. And now in 2020, and I'm having the launch of the online version, the electronic version. So that's coming up in a couple of weeks, Māori Language Week. So Monday the 14th at 10 a.m. So, um, you know, making it more accessible to people around the world. And, um, and you'll be able to, you know, push a button and hear how it sounds. So you can hear how to pronounce it and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, it's uh, a lot, a lot of work, you know, but it's it's great. It's going to be even more accessible to people. So, around the country, we've probably given out, I think, about ten thousand copies, and around the world, uh, people have downloaded it. I think at least eight thousand times, and all on all different continents. You know, I, I I never would have thought, you know, Russia and 
that Yugoslavia, but everywhere they've, they've downloaded a copy and, and learning from it. So it's amazing. I think for me, it's a great way to learn um, new, uh, like I said, since we're not from here, uh, I think it's an, I'll, 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 I love to use the word excuse. It's a good excuse for me to learn a yeah. different, you know, yeah. uh, language rather than uh, I'll find an excuse not to, <laughs> yeah. to learn yeah. a new. So at least I can uh, work. Well, and it helps that, you know, you can obviously speak a couple of languages, right? So it helps to, when you're learning something else, you know, your, your experience with different languages and different cultures makes it easier to, to pick up. So if, you know, if people um, do even um, the Wānanga or Aotearoa, they have some free courses and you can get apps and all those sort of things. It's just a little bit easier uh, for people that are a little bit more um, bi or multilingual and cultural, you know. So, you know, yeah, you've got an advantage there, it's good. That's why I'm, yeah, uh, I was trying to practice as well, like in greetings, even in little steps, I mean, little mm. little, little things like no. just the greetings, I mean, it won't hurt. I mean, right. it's, you're not required to memorize all the, no. the words. No, but, but people, like, like Māori people, really appreciate the effort, you know, that you, you're making the effort to have a go at it and you're respectful. So I think that's one lesson that everybody can learn in this country is that we're in the Aotearoa context, you know, not in Scotland, not in Australia, we're in Aotearoa context where Māori language is an official language, uh, where Māori people are the indigenous people. So, you know, to show your respect, it's, it's nice to just learn a little bit how to pronounce it properly. So, you know, get people's names wrong and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's fairly basic, but that it shows your respect. So I think it's lovely when people do that. Because I remember one time when I went to, to my son's school, and there's this school. It says the name of the school, and there and then there's a passage down which is in Maori. So yeah. I'm curious, oh, what does it mean? Is it swearing <laughs> against yeah. me? Who, who knows, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you don't know what it means, sure. like, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean. I'm not, of course, obviously, of course, they won't be swearing uh, against anyone. Probably but not. I was just like, uh, I, I was just telling myself like. You should you should learn because who knows what it's saying uh, it might be against you. <laughs> you you wouldn't know until you find out yeah yeah well that's right and I, I do I do find that people that that don't know of course if people are speaking Māori over here they'll often think oh are they talking about me but yeah really it's just you know some of us are much more comfortable speaking our, our you know native languages you know so now we if we go back to Takewatanga and we already have uh, discussed about or talked about the the word Takewatanga as, as per um, the Maori language for uh, autism and then of course it's now being used uh, no longer nationwide but globally yeah. <laughs> they have uh, a lot of yeah. uh, countries have adopted there's, it. There's a, there's a company in the UK called takewatanga.co.nz it's a company you know, I, I don't I don't even know what they do but you know, so it's it's literally taken off around the world. Uh, yeah. In respect to that, uh, and one of the reasons why, of course, I really needed uh, wanted to push this face-to-face uh, uh, -face, uh, meeting uh, with you is that is there a restriction in terms of me using the language as well? In terms of because I wanted to make sure that I'm not stepping into someone's uh, uh, toes or something. You mean using the word takiwata? Yeah, yeah. No, no, please look. I made it up, folks, so um, I'm giving Lloyd permission to use it, and pl right, people, please you. use it. Thank it's you. great, because it, because it um, promotes positive you know, reimaginings of what autism means. So I created that book and all the, all the words in it to be um, 
you know, free, accessible to everyone. I want everyone to use them if they want to. Uh, and the online version, I want everyone to be able to just hear how, it, how it's pronounced and be able to pronounce it. So it's all free and open for people to use. It, the only thing is that I'd, I'd say if, if people take things out of it, can you not make a profit out of it? It's not, it's not for profit. So some people have said to me, oh, I want to do this and, and make money out of it. It's not, a, it's not about that. It's about reframing some of those things, mental health addictions and disability, into more positive and indigenous worldviews. So that's, that's the only sort of caveat, I'd, I'd say. You know, uh, It's not about making money. It's about um, making people feel more comfortable about who they are. You know, so I, I, I want people like Pete to have a, a great life and not to be judged and, um, you know, be bullied and all those sort of things. So hopefully my, my words go towards that. And hopefully Takiwatanga does that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually very positive about this. So uh, the reason for that as well is I am going to, uh, you did mention about the New Zealand autism, I forgot that. Altogether autism. Altogether autism. Yep. And you did mention about that, and I will be um, communicating with them as well uh, as part of what I'm go going to be doing in for Takiwatanga, which is um, uh, the original plan, uh, which is, uh, of course, it's still the plan uh, for my me and my wife um, for working with uh, the growth of my youngest son. So we are going to be uh, uh, gather information from different parents with um, experiences with uh, right. sort of all those uh, sort of things and one thing that we did find out like it's not like when it's a newborn or a, um, a three-year-old four-year-old uh, then that's it once you're able to uh, let's say intervene uh, with, with the growth and mm -hmm. make sure that they grow up uh, well um, it's a kind of journey until they go to puberty and you know they grow up and then of course there will there will always be challenges for kids like them and we just wanted to make sure that there will be available uh, support help especially for parents on how they will be yeah. managing um probably managing is not uh, the right for uh, lack of a better term but i'll be using the managing how they'll be managing um the family the growth of the kids and of course um their um development yeah so yeah and um, the intent is uh, for us yeah like I said uh, capture information about that uh, about autism and strategies and put them into one probably repository or website and they all have all the information um, videos probably strategies that yeah. of a parent talking That's about right. it and I think for us a uh, first step that will be a, a great um, starting point and uh, it will be very helpful because I belong to a group uh, face in Facebook wherein all parents are uh, having uh, kids with uh, autism and yeah. they all have uh, different problems like you won't find any like similar similarity yeah so which uh, kind of makes sense as well because we all have our own problems that we uh, probably your problem is not the same as my problems yeah and we all have our own space and time even That's right. yeah. yeah everyone yeah. So we're not just um, uh, separating ourselves from people with autism. I th my, I've got another autistic mate and, and she always says to me, if you've met one autistic person, you've met one autistic person. You know, it's not you've met one and you've met them all. Everyone's different, you know, and I think 
I, I hope that Taki Watanga, the word and the concept, celebrates that difference, you know? Because it is a bit like that for people that don't have any experience with autism. They, they sort of think that, oh, oh, geez, are they all the same? Are all these things? And actually, no, it's quite, it's quite different. That's why it's called on a, on a spectrum, on a range, you know, all these different things. But I thought with the, with the word, with the concept, if I come up with a good concept to start, if anybody else ever makes up different words or different concepts for the permutations of autism and, and different types, you know, Asperger's and all that sort of thing, they have to base it on takiwatanga. They have to base it on a good, positive, you know, in his or her own time and space sort of way. Because um, I, you know, I just wanted to get away from those medical models. So, look, I think it's great what you're doing, mate. And, um, you know, that's... I've, I've found one thing is almost universal with with people with uh, with kids with autism uh, is that they like to be supported you know they like to have friends and family and whānau that that understand and uh, have their own um, experiences with autism and they want to support each other and there's actually quite a lot of support out there so you know that's that's great uh, that's that's how you can you know, even make the child feel feel better about themselves by these people understand. And, you know, if you want to spend time with them, great. If you don't, that's also fine. Just more understanding, more experience. So uh, there's, there's a fair bit of, um, you know, help and support out there for, for people like yourselves, you know, whānau like yourselves. Uh, and as I say, I think altogether autism might be able to help with that. But I, I really applaud what you're doing. It's great. And your son will be really, really grateful for all the things that you do to look after him. All your children will. That, that, that's so important, you know, they're our, they're our legacy. So we've got to look after them. Yeah, yeah. all right. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, another thing that I'm actually, as a parent, is not worried. Probably worried because it makes me awake <laughs> at night time. But um, is once we're gone, I mean, as a parent, and yeah. then who's gonna look after? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. so that's another uh, vision that I'm seeing for Takewatanga as well, where in there they have some a sense of community and family as well. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know uh, with other org organizations, uh, but uh, for me the vision is pretty straightforward. Uh, make sure that when a parent can, I mean, make sure like the, a parent can uh, assess their kids uh, pretty well, and then once they have assessed that their kids have uh, or son, daughter have uh, mm -hmm. autism. They're able to uh, get uh, the help needed as soon as possible because I I did a browse uh, about autism from different website uh, uh, that has content about um, autism and they all suggest like early inter intervention is the best way to yeah. to 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 manage it and then the challenges or the challenge or challenges that uh, a parent like me is having is that. We already have assessed it, and then suddenly we're still waiting for for a formal uh, kind of assessment. Which is, uh, it's easier for us to do a research online and apply the different techniques and strategies. But yeah. the question there would be: Is it a standard one that we wanted to make sure that everyone gets the s same standard? Like, I might be implementing a different standard from, you know, in sign yeah. like in sign language uh, language. So. I just realized in sign language, it's different from New Zealand in, in the US. Yeah, yeah. So the, 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 the signs uh, themselves. So, which means if that's the case, there's a standard in, in New Zealand and there's a, a standard in, in the US, which 
kind of like we're, we're here in, in New Zealand, so we might, we might want to implement a standard here yeah, rather than from outside. Which yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But of course, we st we're still implementing different strategies. We're still finding new ways, um, uh, exploring <laughs> what's going to be uh, beneficial for, for, for my son. And what triggered this, um, I would say, movement for myself is that there was a time where my son didn't eat for a day. Mm -hmm. Like we don't know what to do. Yeah. He he no water, no food, no biscuit, no cookie. Yeah. And then for a day, and how did he survive? I don't know. <laughs> like for me, I might like suddenly faint because uh, <laughs> I don't have any food. But yeah. he did uh, survive. But uh, the good thing is, the following day he he started eating again. And also there was a day uh, there were weeks as well, like sleepless weeks, because mm -hmm. for some reason he wakes up like two a.m. Sure. 3 a.m. and then sleeps back again at 6 so and then the, the caveat there is when he wakes up he wanted to be carried mm -hmm. not like in the bed as well so yeah. like yeah. me and my wife is switching um, places as well and then it's a bit of a lifetime journey isn't it you know learning it learning all of that yeah. and I don't know if you ever stop learning but um, you know, certainly at the early stages, you know, you do go through a lot of, um, you know, troubles and trying to do what's right and experimentation. Hopefully it'll get a little bit, little, a little bit uh, easier as time goes on. But, um, well, doesn't matter how old they get, they're always going to be your kids, eh? So. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's no one's fault. I mean, we cannot blame anyone and then we, it's counterproductive. Yeah. Like blaming anyone for a day, then you wasted a day <laughs> blaming someone. Yeah. So it's not my, it's no one's fault, but it came a time where even my wife started blaming herself, like. Sure, sure. It's only natural yeah. that you go through that process, you know, but it's like saying, oh, you know, it's bad weather. Yeah. Well, is it bad weather? Actually, it's good for the grass and the flowers, and it's, so if it's raining, it's not, it's not great for me because I want to go for a ride and do this outside. But, yeah. you know, you have to take those things, I think, you know, in, in, in your stride. So there's, there's advantages and disadvantages and, and good and bad and ugly and all the rest of it. Um, but if you can concentrate on the, on the strong things, on the, on the strengths, yeah. that's definitely the way to go. So, you know, but it, it's just a natural thing that parents go through and people go through. Um, but hopefully when you go through that process, you know, you, you come out and you go, actually, look, let's just concentrate on what we've got. We've got this, this, this great stuff over here. We'll concentrate on the strengths. Usually the way to go from my experience. Yeah, yeah, it's probably, it's just a perception on how you perceive things like, yeah, as you said, is, is it a good, uh, in terms of it, it's raining, is it good or bad? Probably for you it's bad, but good for the garden. Yeah, so, so, so you know, people say, it's, oh, it's bad weather. No, no, it's just the weather. Right, and and it sort of feels that way with, with you know, with my mate Pete. You know, people people would say, "Oh, why do you hang out with him?" And I'd say, "Because he's a really good guy. I I, I like him. You know, what what's the problem? Yeah. You know." So why hang out with? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Well, that, yeah, exactly. So I don't want to hang out with those guys. I want to hang out with this guy. He's he's cool. So it was you know that that sort of stuff where um, you know, less judgy less discrimination you know you don't you don't need that you, you got enough of got enough negative stuff in life yeah, yeah. why why pursue that yeah plus we're wasting the energy yeah yeah you've only, you've only got a certain amount of energy right so 
yeah, let's concentrate on the good things and the strengths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, um, you're able to enhance someone's life by focusing yeah. on, on the good things as well. Now, look, I just want to thank you and thank the viewers, um, you know, for for your time today and and uh, checking in and having a having a discussion and being informal, because um, I think, you know, many of us have. Um, a, a positive outlook on on some of these things and I, I think the old days of of it being of you know autism being um, a, a hard bad challenging thing all the time that's just not it's just not true it's you know it hasn't been my experience yeah look like anything there are some challenges yeah of course but um, I'm, I'm very lucky in in my job and, and with my you know friends autistic mates and that sort of thing that actually I've seen it go from quite a negative thing to actually quite a, a positive thing. People are celebrating the differences of, of being um, you know, autistic. Uh, and, and I hope that my contribution um, has helped to make it more um, acceptable and, and positive and from Indigenous and Māori worldview. So that's all I'd say. So thanks for listening, folks. I hope, I hope it was useful. Kia ora. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Wow. Oh man, that is so cool. Look at that. Oh my god. That I think that is amazing. That's fantastic. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. So it's a sound wave. I tell you, I've certainly had my own time and space sometimes if people don't get me so i totally understand yeah, yeah. i think that is amazing man. that's fantastic you, you oh, like me to sign it yeah and then the colors as well yeah yeah I, I mean i just love all that it just it really sums it up the colors the different sizes and shapes that's brilliant this is the first thank very you, good thank you this is the first design but we're still working on the purple kind of thing because uh, you can sign anywhere if you like okay sorry this is my first t-shirt signing i don't know how to do it <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Okay. okay. Um, I'll, I'll just, just say. Kia. Kaha. <laughs> That's great. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, I'll just go with the black one if you if you got it. Woohoo! Yay! Look at that, folks. That is amazing. Yeah. I don't know the, your size. So cool. I hope you can. Well, I've been working out a bit, so I think I'll I'll be able to fit in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs>